Greetings, curious minds. Welcome to the Pondering Thoughts Podcast. I'm the host, Kay Wilkes. Let's start the show. Greetings, curious minds. Welcome back to another episode of Pondering Thoughts Podcast. AI, fascinating or fearsome? Artificial intelligence is taking over regardless if we like it or not. However, is this something we should embrace with a level of fascination? Or are we justified in some of our fears and concerns? These questions have me pondering, and that is what we'll explore in today's show. Recently, I saw a funny meme on Instagram that read, and I'm paraphrasing, we now live in a world where a computer is now asking us to verify if we're human. I found this to be funny, ironic, but also a little scary at the same time. I believe the meme was referring to what they call the CAPTCHA response test. You know, that screen that pops up when you log into different websites that ask you to identify a picture or enter a series of numbers or letters to confirm that you're human and not a bot. Of course, this is a feature to protect us from spam or fraudulent activity, but it does give me pause to think we now have bots or machines that can mimic human behavior. Now, let me start by saying there are a lot of aspects of AI that I personally enjoy or have benefited from. Let's take, for example, Google Maps. Gone are the days where I have to ask for directions to a party or even print out directions from MapQuest. Remember that? Thanks to AI, we can just pop the directions into our phones and the computer will navigate us to our destination. Now, I do still keep a map in my car as my dad is persistent that I have one in case I need it. But truthfully, unless I'm stranded somewhere without any reception, the likelihood of me using a map is pretty slim. To be honest, Nowadays, we've gotten so accustomed to people using GPS on their phones that people don't even offer to provide directions. I remember pre-GPS when people would send invitations in the mail, not email, and there would be an insert with detailed instructions, including landmarks inside the invite. You don't see that much anymore as we've gotten so accustomed to using GPS for our navigation. Now, another AI tool that I have personally found to be beneficial are the voice-to-text apps on phones. This is especially useful for people with hearing impairments. Many people in my family have a hearing loss, not a mild hearing loss, but a significant hearing loss that requires hearing aids and the use of captioned phones. My father in particular has what is called a profound hearing loss. This means he is only catching a small percentage of the sounds around him, including speech. When COVID hit and we were all required to wear masks, this became a challenge because my dad could no longer rely on reading lips to understand what a person was saying since the people's mouths were covered. Many times, my sister and I would have to accompany him to various medical appointments and write down what the other person was saying so he could correspond with the medical professionals during the appointments. Surprisingly, many medical facilities do not have accommodations for people who are hearing impaired. Sometimes they may have someone that does American Sign Language, which my dad does not do, or they may have a headphone device that can amplify sound. 
But for many people with a hearing impairment, neither one of those options are viable or useful. Luckily, I was sharing my frustration about this with a former colleague of mine, and they recommended I use an app called Live Transcribe, which is a voice-to-text app. Live Transcribe is a smartphone application developed by Google for the Android operating system. And the development of the application began in partnership with Gallaudet University, a university for deaf and hard of hearing students. My dad and I both downloaded this app to our phones and it helped out tremendously. My dad could now go to appointments and pull up the app and could now in real time read what was being said to him instead of relying on me to write down the notes. It gave him a sense of empowerment because he can now engage in conversations independently thanks to this technology. Additionally, AI can greatly enhance the efficiency in various fields. For podcasters like myself, there are numerous tools available that streamline transcription, editing, generating social media clips, and even show notes. Honestly, I need to begin looking into these tools because right now it is a 100% one-woman show. I do the research, write the content, tape the show, edit, write the show summaries, and social media posts. This can be a lot for one person. And right now, I'm primarily focusing on one social media platform because the amount of time I'm expending. However, truthfully, if I begin leveraging some of the AI tools available for content creators, I could work more efficiently, produce more quality content, and ultimately work smarter and not harder. So there are many ways in which AI can be advantageous and beneficial. However, there are some larger ethical considerations as it relates to AI that really give me pause and truthfully are a bit scary. One of the concerns many people have about AI is the potential for misuse and deception. With tools that can mimic a person's voice or likeness without consent, it's understandable why this raises some fears. Take the incident involving Gail King, where an AI-generated advertisement manipulated a video of her to advertise its weight loss services. If you see the video, it's hard to tell this was not actually her. This is an example of what they call a deep fake. A deep fake is described as a type of artificial intelligence used to create convincing image, audio, and video hoaxes. A deep fake is an artificial image or video or series of images generated by a special kind of machine learning called deep learning, hence the name. Deep learning is similar to any kind of machine learning where an algorithm is fed examples and learns to produce output that resembles the examples it learned from. So in this case, it was given the image, voice, and likeness of Yale King and learned how to mimic her. Now, if you recall, in 2019, there was also a similar incident when there was a deep fake of former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi that went viral. It's incidents like this that do in fact scare me. I saw an article from a University of California Berkeley professor who warns, that as the technology behind deep fakes continue to advance, fake AI pictures and videos will be nearly impossible to discern from real images. 
This should really make us step back and think about the potential of this technology. My concern is that there seems to be no guardrails. This technology is available to everyone, which makes it more dangerous. I believe with any level of access comes accountability and responsibility. However, it doesn't appear as if any thought has been put into how to make sure we are holding people accountable and that this technology is not being used for nefarious purposes. Another group that has expressed concerns about AI is writers. A group of prominent authors joined a class action lawsuit filed against OpenAI over allegations that products like ChatGPT make illegal use of their copyrighted work. Some of these authors include John Grisham, as well as George R.R. R. Martin, the author of the Game of Thrones series. Many of these authors have invested a significant amount of time and effort into developing their own unique writing style and voice, only to find AI algorithms capable of replicating it. This raises questions about intellectual property and the proprietary nature of their work. It's a valid concern and one that deserves attention. Now, these are clear examples of how AI can be used in deceptive ways, and it certainly raises concerns. Now, I try not to operate out of a place of fear, so I had to really unpack what was really generating this level of anxiety in me, especially as it relates to AI. Now, I was recently listening to an IG Live interview with two podcasters who are interviewing a software engineer from Google. During this discussion, they were talking about AI, trying to dispel myths, allay fears, and educate people on its capabilities. One thing the engineer from Google said that really put things into perspective, and I'm paraphrasing, he said that it's not really AI that we're afraid of, it's that we know that humans have the capability for good and evil, and that it is humans who dictate how AI is used. I had an aha moment at that point, and I had clarity on the root of my fear. My fear is not AI. It's us, human beings. The creation is reflection of the creator. As human beings, we are creating this AI. So it is doing what we are teaching it to do. So maybe we need to really look in the mirror and ask ourselves if we want to use this tool to help or to harm. If it's truly to help, we need to be a lot more diligent in how it can be used and who has access to use it. So at the end of the day, AI is here to stay, whether we wholeheartedly embrace it or not. However, we must acknowledge the ethical concerns that come with the rise of AI. Issues such as privacy, bias, and accountability need to be carefully addressed and monitored. As AI becomes integrated into our lives, it's crucial to navigate with caution, understanding the potential risks, and taking steps to mitigate them. So how can we strike the right balance? We shouldn't operate in fear, but rather inform ourselves of AI's capabilities and limitations, educating ourselves about the ethical implications and staying updated on advancements is key. By doing so, we can navigate this new AI-driven world with a sense of caution and make informed decisions. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode of Pondering Thoughts Podcast. And if you liked what you heard, 
please share. You know what they say, sharing is caring. Thanks again for tuning in to today's episode. And until next time, stay curious. Oh, 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 oh